I've been on a campaign promoting where I cast the bound safe for Ulumavaida. I'll say again that I think a guy is making a terrible mistake not to learn the safer. It's going to be a t- somebody in, who lives in Bnei Brak. It's going to be a tiny white. There was a safer that could have changed your life. Why didn't you learn it? But at least he says, I didn't hear the author. I only bumped into the safer. But we were sitting in the yeshiva, a safer that's tremendously impactful. The safer And I want to say over something of a word on the Mishnah that he says in that Sefer, and a lot of the Sefer is predicated, talk for a few minutes about this particular Mishnah, and then go on to a second Mishnah. The Mishnah, Antigonus Ishsoichai says, he says, Don't be like an Evan, Hamisham Shinasaram, who serves the Master, Almanas Lekabal Pras. Don't be an Evid who serves the Master to get rewards, be an Eved who serves not for rewards. Now the guys know there's an art to saying a good mashal, Rabbi say. Somebody who's good at mashalim, take an abstract idea, and with the good mashal, an idea that was hard to grab, hard to make, to become one with, by the mashal becomes so clear and all of a sudden, an abstract idea becomes very real and clear by me. That's a good muscle. Here we're talking about Avdus Lashem. Don't be an Evid who serves Hashem for reward. Don't be like those Avadim who serve for reward. Be like those Avadim that serve not for reward. Rabbi says, no such Evid in the world. What a terrible muscle. I'm, you know, I'm not the smoothest muscle giver. So as I'm saying a muscle, I realize it was more confusing than the idea I wanted to give over. So here, like this muscle, what type of muscle is? Don't be an evid who serves for reward. Be an evid, not for reward. Um, no, do you know such an evid in the world? If you know about him, I'd love to hire him. I look for cleaning help, but if there's an evidence, it does, just is not for reward. Be like one of those. Those avodim that don't want gain from. There's no such evidence in the world. Every evidence does it because he must, because he has, he'll get beaten up if he doesn't, because he'll get rewarded, he'll get prizes, he'll get better. Every evidence. It's not really called an evidence for getting rewards. They're not getting rewards, like a friend. Yeah, there's no such thing. There's no that. The only evidence issue serves not for reward is an evid who's forced, who's afraid of being beaten up. I think Yitz once told me, find me a good loser, and find me a good loser, and you found the loser. Like, is that the line you once told me, Yitz? <laughs> Something like that. You know, find me an evid who, find me an evid who doesn't work for reward, and you have a guy who's beaten up, who's afraid. don't want to go out of slavery. Because they like their master, he treats them well, they gain from it. Okay, so then they do, they're afraid. The point is, what evidence are we pointing to as the muscle? What are we pointing to? It's more doing it just because it's just what they do. Just what he does, it's like mindless. Who are we, which evidence, this altruistic evidence, who are we pointing to? Now, Rabbi Sava, I think is being said here, Pashpshat is being said here, is the main reason we serve Hashem is for the relationship to Hashem. A pras is a side reward. There are people, the picture I have is the guy who wants to drive a Yashiv. 
He doesn't want five bucks from Rebbe Yashiv. When he asks, can I drive the Rebbe Chaim Kanievsky? Please let me drive the Rebbe. He doesn't want Rebbe Chaim to turn around and give him ten bucks. He wants a relationship to Rebbe Chaim. He appreciates the Godel, and he wants a connection to the Godel, because the connection is precious. That is what it said with Hashem. Now this topic freaks us out. We hear relationship to Hashem. What is that? What is that? What are you talking about? We like saying, be a good guy, be a nice guy, character development. We hear relationship to Hashem. We get all nervous what that means. Rabbi said, the Mishnah is saying, all avoidus Hashem should not be for a side, a press is a side reward. We should be like those avadim whose service is for the connection to the master because it's precious to have a kesher to the master. They have such a precious master. That's another, I don't know if it's a mushroom. I don't want want to get into that now. But but there is somebody, but there is somebody who serves a Yashiv. So call it that type of evidence. The guy serves a Yashiv. I'm sorry? Yeah, 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 yeah. I made that big, yes. But, but, but there's such a thing as serving somebody because you want a relationship. There's such a thing, you want a relationship. And that's what's being said here, I I don't serve Hashem for a press, for a side reward. I don't want 50 bucks, I want a relationship. A cash to Hashem. A hundred percent it's a reward. One hundred percent, Shemi. It's not a side reward. A price is, besides what I do, the fifty dollars. And we may get fifty dollars. A relationship to Hashem brings all the bracha in the world, by the way. It does. But the best thing is the relationship. Ha'aras panim. A kesher to Hashem brings every... That's not what, that's a pras. That's a side reward. We're not going, a guy's close to a gadol has its perks. You're a pretty hot shot. A guy who's in with Reb Chaim, people, people give him money to get into Reb Chaim. Stam, he's at a hot spot. Everybody's going to visit Reb Chaim. He becomes very popular. Having a kesher Tashem brings every brach in the world. But the greatest part is the connection Tashem. That's the greatest part. So that's pshat in the pasuk. I'm not. I'm not saying that now. But that's pshat in the pasuk of as Baruch Hagever Hashem. Blessed is the person who trusts in Hashem. Baruch means he gets every brach under the sun. He gets money and happiness and fun. Baruch Hagever Hashem. But more than all the baruch that he has is v'haya Hashem miftachay. Hashem is his betachem. What is that actually? It just says, blessed is the guy you trust in Hashem. Hashem is his trust. You said, blessed is the guy you trust in Hashem. What is adding? The last three words. Blessed is the guy you trust Hashem. What is the word here? Hashem is his trust. You just said he trusts in Hashem. You told me that blessed. He has every bracha under the sun. He gets a lot of goodness. Baruch means he is misbaruch. He gets a lot. He has a lot of presence for trusting in Hashem. Hashem is his trust. He just said he trusts in Hashem. What is added in the Pasuk in, in, in Yeshaya? Hashem is his trust. The answer is that the greatest reward more than all the Baruch is the relationship. Now, we hear this as Americans who are so far from thinking of relationship to Hashem. Yidin of old, this was like Pasha to Hashem, was their best friend. Rav Nassim Svi Finkel told somebody, he was a Baal Yisur Medidur. He said, B'toch and trust in Hashem 
is like a fluffy pillow. You have that schmack a pillow. You just bury your head into it. And it's just you hold on. It's fluffy. It's in the pillow. He said, the trust in Hashem is a fluffy pillow. It's a nice Finkel said. Then it was so real. Trust in Hashem was like your best friend. They're yidin who live like that. They live close to Hashem with the care of Hashem, a real relationship. They would speak to Hashem. Hashem, a bacher told me, it's so hard, Hashem doesn't talk back. He talks back always. When you hear something from a Rebbe, Hashem talked. Who made you hear that? When your friend tells you something, it's Hashem talking. Everything that happens to us, Hashem talks to us all day, every day. All the time. Tells us things. All the time. I davened for something for a year and a half, and I didn't get it. For one and a half years. On Pesach, boom, Hashem sent him a ton, he sent it. In a miraculous way. So he doesn't always answer right away, so we get distracted. Sometimes it takes a little longer. Sometimes it takes, keep, don't, don't give up. We talk, he answers. He says, he answers, usually yes. But the word is relationship to Hashem. One's supposed to have a care with Hashem. We freak out when we hear it. It's not, we're, it, we'd rather hear anything but this almost. We'd rather even hear Shmuzna Kibbut Avein than this. That's how, that's how shver it is. Like, better speak good about being good to my mom than this. To hear about a relationship to Hashem, it's easier for us to hear do good things. Relationship freaks us out. I was sitting in a, I was sitting in a doctor's office and a Christian lady was talking about God. I was getting so uneasy. Now, I'm not sure if I'm uneasy because here relationship is, is, is like a uh, relationship. You know, I'll be a good guy. Character development, that I can hear. Work, relationship, Tashem, it's, it's, it's like something that's foreign. And it's possible that a guy can become close to Hashem and really feel close. Both appreciative Hashem, Hashem. Both of feels a Keshe can talk to Hashem. He can ask things from Hashem. Both he feels loyal to Hashem. He lives with loyalty. It is possible to have these types of feelings, Rabbi say. It takes time to develop. You know, I was yired, and I wonder if it has everything to do in general. We live in a very superficial society. Parents, I have conversations with parents, with kids, all the time. Parents are very... Every parent has two obligations. Rev. Hershon Chorev writes, like, writes this. If you think this is like New Age, this is New Age psychology, Rev. Hershon is no New Age. This is from the 1700s, 1800s. And it goes back all the way to the Torah. It's no New Age stuff. If I care, the superficial world has drawn us out. Parents have two responsibilities. One is kids are stupid or close to. They make dumb mistakes. They do dumb things. Children, they make mistakes. Young people. And they get involved in a relationship. They shouldn't. They go place they shouldn't. So a parent has to govern, has to set rules. That's for sure. It's one job of the parent to make rules, to patch, to punish, to be miyasser. That's a rule of a parent. That's, that's a job of a parent. There's a whole separate job to be best friends with your kid, to have a relationship. I'm amazed how few parents fill that part of things. Are you best friends with your kids? And if you're not, you're like, you, you, you're complete, you've had a job in this world of having a child. Why aren't you best friends with the kid? Really close to the kid. Now it's true, kids, are, kids could push you away and reject it, so find out how to do it. You had the child, you're the parent. You failed if you're not best friends with your child. You failed. I'd say it bluntly. You didn't succeed. Now this, again, whenever I speak about parents, don't use this to judge your parents. Use it to put it in play by your kids. Be best friends with your children, of course. 
Now, it doesn't, there, there are two mistakes. Some parents are best friends without the rules. Some are rules without the best friend. Better mistake is best friend without the rules. Better mistake to make. But don't, 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 don't let go of either job. You have the rules job. Because a relationship is, is imperative. It's, Why? it's the more important of the two jobs is the relationship. It's the more important of the two jobs. But, 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 but make sure to have both. Make sure to have rules, the teaching, and the best friend. And if somebody somehow feels one contradicts the other, it certainly doesn't. Kids don't get upset by it. If you fall for, I hate you, daddy. Okay, so then you're silly. You, f- you fell for another one. He doesn't hate you, he loves you. And continue to be his best friend and continue to set rules. But both are our jobs as parents. I, it's, it's fascinating to be in a superficial society that we just do the external job of the rules, much more superficial, the being best friends and being close and having a relationship, a really good relationship, very open, two-way relationship. The first right is this question. In the Torah, if you question Kalish, maybe this is New Age psychology. Who said you're right, Kalish? In the Torah, it says Yosef was an Avla Paroi. Was Yosef Pari's father? He gave birth to Pari. Rashi says, what is an Av? Yosef was Pari's daddy. Who's your daddy? He was his father. He, was, he, wasn't, he wasn't Pari's father. Rashi says the translation of the word Av is an advisor and a friend. Rashi. So God calls the word Av an advisor and a friend. A chavra and a pitaron, an advisor and a friend, which is both roles of the father. The advisor, the one who sets rules and advice, and the one who's a friend. That's both jobs of father. That's the translation of the word av. If you think it's some new age psychology, it's just the translation of the word father. Enforce, like good question. It's a valid she asked, why is it called Pitaran, like advisor? She, you're not an advisor. You, you're like, you should be a king kind of friend. You, you make the rules. It all has to feel like it's coming from him. A good mechanic and a good father, people sometimes say to, people will say to Rebbe, why don't you have to give me Musr? You can give him Musr a hundred times, he doesn't know you gave him Musr. By your child, it's not always the patch. It, it can come out as advice. A good mechanic came out as advice. If that was stronger than that, it's done in an intelligent way. It comes out as a guy and advising. Kids who have no other options. In Eretz Yisrael, kids struggle a lot. Society, they, what's missing there is it doesn't feel like advice. It's either you learn all day or you're a jerk. You're a bum. You're nothing. So the kids, many kids become bums. If there'd be more like advice, it's so good to learn. It's precious to learn. And the kid would like discover it on his own through the father. That's like being given up. I'm also too upset by that. But anyway, but not for now. But the kids are at Varmis. Is it the goal of the kid to have a relationship with the father? Or is it like the parent? If the father does it right, the kid will crave the relationship. If the father doesn't do it right. The kid will be disinterested in the relationship. You want to know is it the job of the kid to make a relationship? a good question. You have to think about it. Yeah, the younger age won't be relevant. At an older age, it's always good to have. It's Kedayda, the Kesha, Yeah, at an older age, the Kitzur Advarim is, Rabbi Isai, is I'm just, I, I didn't come to be a relationship to Father, but I find it fascinating that with, our, our, with Hashem, we have the same thing where it becomes X's and O's. See, Vuyim, I'm trying to actually have a relationship to Hashem. When I do his mitzvahs, I'm breeding loyalty to Hashem. To my Hashem. 
bringing loyalty. I'm loyal to Hashem's commands. When I daven, I'm talking to Hashem. The knim of the mitzvah, the inner of the mitzvah is lost. That's the Altik Avadim. Right? Kestabam Sefer is built on working on the internal part of mitzvahs, the Chayb Salvavas. The internal part of mitzvahs, the relationship to Hashem. It should be something that's not foreign to us, a Kesher to Hashem. Now we have to build it up. It doesn't come instantly. I can't do it. I mean, okay, relationship sounds good. We have to be honest with ourselves. There are a lot of tricks. Davening can help relationship to Hashem. Learning Hashem's Torah is the best thing, as I guess one writes, but that's what this Mishnah is saying. That is the first thing that I wanted to give over from, par- from the first parak of Abbas. What I want to... I want to speak about a different Mishnah for a minute. A different Mishnah in Abbas. And in, in the first parak, it says, the from Ben and Ben Taboy. Shmaya Oimer. And Shmaya said, Three words. A person has to love work. I think these three words are something to live by. When I see a Bach who's a good worker, I think he's so ahead of the game. Learn to like working. Learn to embrace hard work. Bachram have two complaints in a yeshiva. There's two complaints. One complaint I love and one complaint that some guys complain yeshiva's boring. When a guy complains it's boring, it means he, he, he hasn't embraced the avoid that is, tell me it's boring when you're fighting to come to three damnings a day. Tell me it's boring when you're fighting to learn stern. Another guy complains it's difficult. That's a good complaint. It's hard to fight three, star, three damnings a day. I have to fight myself three times to get myself to damning. Not easy. I have to push myself to be on to my storm. So I have to find tricks to do it. It's hard. Love work. Learn to understand that work is good for a person. We function better when we work. You know, most machines in the world are built. The more you use them, the more they break down. That's most machines in the world. You use them, they break down. There's one machine that's an exception. A human being, the more he works, the physical stronger he gets. You know, the guys working out get stronger and stronger. My wife sees me in the summer. I try to play. I try to play ball in the summer. Oh, you saying Eliyahu? Yeah, it is true. If you leave a car. It is a good visual because if you do leave cars, not people will just leave their car a long time in a place. It could break down. It's they get people, like the babysit their cars to start it every once in a while. So it is true, yeah. It is true. So you have a visual by a machine also. But a human being, for sure, it's true that way, that the more he's used, the stronger he gets, not the weaker he gets. Now, this, this verb, Rabbi, said a person should love work. In the summers, so I'm playing basketball, it could be 95 degrees, and my wife's always feeling bad for me. She's at the game, she's like, I feel so badly, it's so hot. She doesn't get him, it's geschmack. I play my father one tennis game every summer for the last zillion years. We have a tennis game. We play in 100 degrees with schwitzing buckets. We have a set, sometimes two sets. It's geschmack in the heat. I wouldn't want to play indoors. There's something just geschmack. We grind it out. It's like part of the competition is you're having the conditions to me. I like and camp the two options. My team always plays Simchas on my team this summer. We play outdoors. I'm Akbar to Rai Baitler. We don't play in the gym. Real men play outdoors. 
is like indoors. To me, part of sport is the stamina. Part of the sport is the sun's beating down. And who's more manly to, to, you know, to hang in there in the boiling sun? I, the outdoors is real basketball. Indoors is for the NBA. These guys, they can't handle conditions. Real men play outside. So to me, the hard work, Rabbi say is good for us. I like that sport involves hard work and labor and you put in. Real, real people have a sense of they love work. Work is good. I'm functioning at my best when I, when I work. People, you know, he writes in, his, in, in my friends we were robbed. Uri Zohar was a, was a producer in Israel, a movie actor, produced movies, and he became a firm guy and he wrote a book, My Friends We Were Robbed. And he writes that one of the things that spurred him on to being from is vacation time. He said he would go out of his mind in vacation time. It's not good for a person not to work. He said he couldn't wait to get back to work. In his vacations, he was thinking a lot about his life, how he doesn't have meaningful things that he works for. A person's designed to work. Adam la'amal yulad. person's designed to work. I want to tell you a word. I want everybody to hear this. I said it once before this year, but I want you, there's a Yidin Eretz Yisrael of Yaakovovich, Jacobson, I guess we call him in America. He's a, he's a, he has tapes on Chinuch, and he says an unbelievable thing that I want everybody to hear this. Rav Yaakovson, not Rav Yaakovson, Rav Yaakovson in Eretz Yisrael. He's a, he's a big mechanic, a brilliant man. He has tapes on Chinuch. He was asked, there was a certain yeshiva that one of the top guys in the yeshiva left the yeshiva and became irreligious. And he told his friends, yeshiva is too hard. I hate getting up seven in the morning to daven. I hate all this learning. It's too hard. He was one of the top guys in the yeshiva and he booked out. And he left the yeshiva just saying that it's too, it's too hard of him to be in yeshiva. And it, get, it left a big clap on the yeshiva. Guys were devastated. One of the top guys in the yeshiva booked out. And the guys were very devastated. A top guy went off the derrick. So they called Rav Yaakovson to come to the yeshiva and give chizuk. So Rav Yaakovson did a crazy thing. He hired somebody. This guy booked out and went to a friar kibbutz, who was working on a kibbutz. Rav Yaakovson hired a private detective to take pictures of the guy. Rabbi said, five in the morning, the man was shoveling dung. No Guzman, Zav Yaakovson is a trustworthy person. Five in the morning, this fellow was shoveling dung, and Rav Yaakovson got pictures of him doing it, five in the morning. You see the sun coming up, and he's shoveling dung. And I'll tell you, he wasn't trying to make fun of the guy. Hey, he's not in yeshiva, look what he's doing now. It wasn't this point. He wasn't making fun, he wasn't being a smart aleck. What he was trying to communicate as follows... This guy ran away from yeshiva. Ah, I hate getting up seven in the morning. I hate davening, learning, all these things they push you to do. But Yaakovson had a point. A human being is designed to work. When a human being doesn't work, he has depression. Chazal say, Batola mevil beshiamun. Batola brings to craziness. Makes a person mishugu batola. Makes a person crazy. It's mevil bezima, tuznus, a lot of things. Batola is bad for a person. Doing nothing is bad for a person. So, what he was trying to say to them, when this guy would get up for shachris, and, oh, shachris, I hate it. I don't know. You got to get up in the morning to do something because a human being to be healthy, to be functional, to be a functioning gishmak, happy, well-adjusted human being, this machine got to work. When it doesn't work, it gets depressed and it goes insane. 
It goes crazy in the machine. One of the requirements, he must work. Now think about it. Do you want to shovel dung? Do you want to talk to Hashem? Lucky is the guy who's working. We're working anyway. Any intelligent person has to be amul. But onu ameilu mekabel and sacher, our ameilus has meaning and purpose. But ameilus is not the chiddush. I say, oh, it's so hard to go to shachas. You got, you got to go somewhere. You got to get up and fly somewhere. Baruch Hashem, the place I'm pushing to is shachas. Yes, you. I'm sorry, because he would get up in the morning and would groan, oh shachas. Instead of saying, that's not, when I'm getting up in the morning, it's not, oh, shakras or the vekka. The vekka wakes me up because I want to be a functional human being. Baruch Hashem, the place I'm going, in his mind, this kid viewed it. He didn't realize this. See, he would view it. He was putting everything on Yiddishkeit. He was blaming Judaism. That's not Messiah Snevish. The other Messiah Snevish for Yiddishkeit, that's not in the category of Yiddishkeit. That's in being a human being. If he wanted to say, oh, shucks, I'm not a cow, okay. Then you have cows don't need to work. You're a human being. As a human being, a human being's properties, he needs to work. So even running away, sorry, you're staying a human being. You can't run away from being a human being. If you're a human being, a functional human being has to get up early to a mission to do something. Adam la'amul yulun. We were built to work hard. It's a mistake guys make year after year after year after year. Guys plan their summers. And they say, I just want to chill. It's fascinating that what people think they're going to enjoy, I don't know why people don't get it in their heads. And I watch the guys who set up their summers empty, just like a chill type thing with very little to do, and it never, ever, ever is a happy summer. People don't function happily. I always recommend the Bachar, that certainly we need, we need a certain chill time, that's normal, we need breaks. Human be- Even a human being with La'amul Yula needs a break, a Yishvadas. I always recommend a guy for a week or two maximum is out of a skill. If through a week or two you're ready to get back into a good, tight, good Yishmaka schedule, I recommend Bachar give yourself a week or two out of a structure. Beyond that, it should be the Yishmak, real structure, quite a structured day. We function much happier when we're in a good structured day. Adam Yulan. And Shmaya said, A person should train himself to love work, to should appreciate work, his attitude should be, I like working. If a guy has an opportunity to engage in good, hard work, in good, hard work, he should grab it. You know, today we live in an age, everybody wants to be rich and not work for it. People run, they hear like, there's certain like, umnesses, certain things become popular, trades. They want to hear minimum work and maximum gains. I have noticed if you're planning a career, find the one that makes you work the hardest. The only way you should pick something that's minimum work and maximum gain is if they then get a pound of learning. A person has to toil. He's only healthy and happy when he works. But he's working hard when he's sweating. You want a happy existence in Yeshiva. You don't want to feel bored. Grind. Put in. Make chavrusas and then stick them out through difficult days, through a hard shvitzi based medrash, through a hard sogyan. Work hard and put in. Be amul and tyrant. If you're a person, if you're a person who, who can do it, so certainly become rich with little work and make your work in turn. You better be amul. And if you're not Omel and Torah, get a hard job and work hard. The Chayvah Salvavis writes, why did Hashem make us go to work? 
Give us Parnassah from Mon. Let us just have Mon. Why does Shem make us go to work and work so hard? So he says something fascinating. We know that work was a punishment for the Eitzadas. But Hashem's punishment is not cruel. Ah, you didn't have a smack. And he beats us up. Hashem's punishments are a cure. His punishments are the Eitzah. We didn't have a We ate from Eitzadas. So Hashem said, I see you need to be more busy. You need to work. You're not working hard enough. The Chavis writes, the reason Hashem designed work is to take us away from Averis. A person doesn't function well when he's not working, he does Averis. So we work, that's why we have working, because he's supposed to work. And he says, the more a person commits to Amalat Torah, Hashem takes away the oil of Parnassah. It's a mission in Avais. Call him a Kabbal, all Torah, is Mavir Mimenu, all Derech Eretz. If somebody toils in Torah, he takes the oil of Torah, works hard, Hashem takes away the oil derech hertz. He can make money easy without working too hard. So why don't, is that what that I'm sorry? Every 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 oynish Hashem gives is also a cure, guides us and directs us. Correct? Yes. Why are Rabbein richer than businessmen? It's a good question. I don't say Hashem. It's examining Hashemayim who's rich and who's poor and who's not. So Moshe is like skeptical. This is a, this is a topic for itself. Moshe was examining rich or poor. So guys, you're telling me if I choose Rebbe, you a lawyer, I'll be the same rich or not? So it's a, it's yeah, what's he asking? It's, Sorry. It's, <laughs> what it's, school <laughs> It's a very good question. I want to talk about it. I don't believe. I believe if you have a choice, Rebbe or a lawyer, if you'll be a lawyer, you'll be richer probably. That's, I don't think that's Apikar's descending. It's reality. You'll probably be richer if you'll be a lawyer over here. It's probably true. We'll discuss what the chat is a different time. But the bottom line is, Rabbi Yisrael, the Kabbalah Torah, Hashem removes the oil of their hearts. So Rabbi Yisrael, there is no question that a person has to toil. And we have to start gaining an appreciation. People are at their best when they're working, when they're toiling. It doesn't mean everybody could use breaks, yishvadas, settling, relaxing, a little time with their office, the pressure of a schedule. That's normal. But the general is to learn to embrace work. I think a person's much healthier. I like ju- I, I could like judge a buffer. I should, on an interview, I should do is, I should bring the guys to somebody moving, some really hard work, and see who's capable of working. The buffer is a good worker, is a very healthy sign on the person. He's, eh, but he loves work. He doesn't melt from a good, hard job. Doesn't melt from it. The guy who's a cream puff who can't work hard is way behind in, in Avodah Sashem. He doesn't love work. He doesn't understand that a person is designed to work, to put in, to schwitz, to sweat. We're at our best. There's nothing, you know, Simcha, that feeling after you play a ball game and your body's like achy. It's a very good feeling. I come home, I tell my wife to play ball, I'm achy. She's like, so why do you play? I said, that's half the reason I play is for the achy feeling. I feel like I put out, I put my, I stretched my body, I worked it out, ran around. That's part of like the manly feeling of having put in. I always describe Ray Kestenbaum's when we're both at a speech together, he's always falling asleep. Because Ray Kestenbaum's up till who knows what time in the, at night learning, waking up at bewitching hours to, 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 to get up to learn. That beautiful sleep, he's tired, he put in, it looks so pretty. Somebody who's put in, who's a toiler, another guy who's always well rested and does not fall asleep during his speech. 
He never works. He doesn't put in, he doesn't invest, he doesn't grind. Learn to appreciate work. Intelligent people always want to, they want to look dirty, make sure you're clean anyway, but they have a type and look like they just work. They know that's precious. You know, that American look that the guy's hair is perfectly slick, Simcha. The guy just took a shower. It's such an ugly look. It looks like he, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't work. He doesn't, it's, a, it's, it's an ugly look of a guy who doesn't work. When guys see, when guys come back from Eretz Yisrael, but a guy comes back to Yisrael, he doesn't want to look. He wants to come back looking like he pounded. So he tries to get as white as possible. You know they have tanning salons? The yeshiva guys, they have whitening salons. <laughs> a guy like won't let himself near the sun like for the last few weeks when he come back. The guy wants to look really white. That means he put in a big... He doesn't want to come back with this gorgeous tan that no, looks like... It. <laughs> you learn I ate his man in the mirror. I learned on the porch. There were no seats for it. I came back fried like a tomato. You don't exactly look like you put in a big man, you know? <laughs> you need a whitening. <laughs> the beautiful look of a guy who's a worker is a toy. Did have slums back then? I'm sorry. You didn't have the whitening slums then? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have to wear a sign. I learned on the porch of the mirror. I need like a t shirt. <laughs> Doesn't go over well. Zevi, Zevi Khan told me now. I learned on the porch in the mirror now. You know, doesn't people don't believe it. So why this walk is to love work? But I know. So I think when people think about it, I think when people think about it, it's something. You're telling me love work. You learn to love work. Learn. What do I do? So I know. I ask. I ask people. I ask people. I ask people to observe. I ask people to observe more closely. I don't like learning. I don't like doing anything. I like doing nothing. They call me and you need an unintelligent. I appreciate that. I ask people to observe. I think people have to observe when they're happiest. They have to be better students of life. For some reason, the Yitzhara gets us to think. I don't even know how he does it. Like when the guy pictures his summer and he pictures this chilled out summer and it looks so enticing, but don't you remember the last time you had nothing? People somehow forget it. And that which looks enticing, I asked the guy to remember the happy times of his life and he just felt like a million bucks. And people, Chazer over times, they make mental notes of when they felt their happiest, when they didn't feel their happiest, they'll discover the times they invested and put in and put in heart to something about their happiest times. How the Eitzahar, I think always, how the Eitzahar is matzliach, in time and time again, making it enticing, that's how the Eitzahar works. Things that aren't a joy and aren't good for us, it makes look good. That's how the Eitzahar, that's how he works. I don't think so. A person's happy when he's humble. A person's born. I think a guy has to ask himself, the guy you went, I should force. It's, some, it's funny, sometimes a bucher wants to have a summer of not working, one of his lazy type summers. He's just home and he's going to work. He makes a coffee once a day for some lawyer. He has some plan that's nothing. So I, I sometimes feel like making a guy, keep letting him do his plan. Instead of talking him out of it, then he has a wonderful summer in camp, and a place more of a structure that drives him, that forces him, that gives him a schedule. It's a good time. The same guy, there are guys who go to a structure, have a good time, and then again they're lured to go out of a structure. It sort of makes it look enticing. 
Then they go out of the structure and they have a worse time. The same two guys, he has a good time there. Somebody says, yeah, but out of the structure is going to be better. Then he goes out of the structure and he doesn't enjoy. A person is best functional when he's in a structure. I'll end with a Gemara. I want you to hear Gemara Baba Kama. The Gemara Baba Kama says, and we'll end with this. The Gemara says that a shar could be a muad only to go on Shabbos. It doesn't go during the week. A Gemara Baba Kama. A shar could be a muad. It goes three Shabbosim. It could be a muad. You have to expect that if it goes on Shabbos, it's Shalom. If it goes during the week, it's Chatzin Nezik. You only have to expect it to go on Shabbos. Explains Taisus why would it go only in Shabbos? Explains Taisus because it doesn't work. And since it's not working, it makes the animal go crazy. It's a mitzayus that when a human being, and even an animal, when any chai is not active, is not being amal, the chai does not function well, does not function happily. It's all to gore, to damage, to destroy. I had a better time in camp where I'm not working when I'm working. Are you in a structure? Do you have a, 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 a yeah, yeah, again, I don't say what job. I call work. The guy's learning with the Chavrusi. He's working. The guy's in a shear. He's working. I'm not getting involved. There's certainly better jobs and worse jobs. But we have to have jobs. So, Alicia, you're just substituting that I'm... That I'm that I'm learning with this guy playing ball here, but you have to have responsibilities and obligations and duties. You have to be busy. You have to be busy. I'm sorry? It's better than a guy, is it work playing ball? It's better than a guy who's lying, not doing anything. It's something that he's running around, he's, he's exerting, exertion. A person must exert. Must always be exerting, putting in. So you're right, Alicia, I don't say every putting in. A guy might like this job better than that. <laughs> he's going to keep putting it in until we make him a baseball game. We'll, we'll get you one. Million. There has been people that have had terrible summers. Sure, I don't say every job you like. Guys, a guy could be in a bad job. There's no question. We have to be humble. Find the right way to put your Amelis. So a guy could be in an environment of Amelis that he dislikes for various reasons. He may have a boss he doesn't like. He may have other things. I don't think so. I don't think it's possible to do nothing. I don't think so. I think people need a toy over this. Yavel's always thinking about it. I want you to ask me right afterwards. I want to get to say there. We are continuing the second parak. Please, please, please do without an omen. We're going to learn the sugya of Yimechen for Shabbos. If guys can see Gemara Rashi, if guys can see pretty far down the page, at least till the two dots.